That's fine. All right. Well, welcome, welcome. I'm welcome. I'm Laverne Badger. And we are Expose the Podcast. The podcast. Normally, guys, quarantine version. Quarantine <laughs> version. Normally, she be on lit, but she good and tired. In her own words, it's it's right. It's um, you know, your days and stuff get mixed up. I'm still working from home, so my regular time to be in bed is the same as it always has been. But yeah, I'm not crying. My eyes are just a little uh, itchy, watery. Thing. Oh, she crying. She missed me. She missed I me. Do, it's okay. Miss her. I do miss Bobo. <laughs> but before we hold on, before we get into our topic, which is not the greatest topic, so we want to start a little high. Yesterday we celebrated Laverne's birthday. So let me sing really quickly. Happy birthday. Oh, Laverne. <laughs> it's gonna sound horrible, but here we go in a one, a two, or three. Happy birthday. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Laverne Badger, my favorite co-host, the bamboo. Da, 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 da. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you, <laughs> co-host Boo. Yes. Oh, she gonna make me cry. She, the, she really, uh, those were tears, real tears, but, um, super sweet. So what was the yeah, highlight of your birthday? And then I can go into to what I got for my birthday from a yeah, co-host. Sure, what you got for your birthday? Do we need a little background music? Uh, I just feel like when, when you get your stuff together down there, you got be there. playing in the background, courtesy of D-Nice. Right. That thing is right. All right. Let it let it just let it sit for a second. All right, we can't give them all of our that is D nice on Instagram live, y'all. He is good keeping us quarantine happy. But um Laverne, yes, please share like whatever you want about your yes, so so it was it was great. Um, whether it was quarantine or not, um, husband came up with the roses, of course, and my favorite um, caramel frappe from McDonald's. That gives that. me life. You <laughs> understand? That gives me life. Mm-hmm. And um, my baby girl came over and dropped me off. Brought me some. Um, what is it called? The bunt cupcakes. Bunt. Bunt. Bunt cake. Bunt mm-hmm. cake. Not cupcakes, just bunt cakes. When I tell you. They just melt in your mouth. Now, what's really melts in your mouth is Natalie brought over the fabulous deliciousness <laughs> from her very own birth mother. That's my mom. Miss Robin and these caramel pecan cupcakes bomb mm-hmm. if you don't know you better ask somebody because <laughs> those was fabulous you hear me mm-hmm. and then she came through my girl came through with a little wine some oh, candles 
She came on through with some candle and and my girl boss statue and drum roll, please. Some honey pot. <laughs> but a good honey pot. She brought me over some honey pot to cleanse the honey pot. So <laughs> I think that's the perfect word for it. That's like an Arsenio Hall, like yes. Yes. So yes, we 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 had both been talking about the honey pot on how we wanted to try it out. If you haven't heard of honey pot, black owned organic feminine products um and she is selling out everywhere and um and i couldn't find it and natalie found it and now i get to test it out you guys will do a quick review on what it is and what on it found how it pot review. on the honey pot review but shout out to to her you know and being out able for us to purposely say that we are going to support one another that is so dope thank you we just want our honey pot to flourish naturally naturally (laughs) 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 we don't want no extra enhancements no none of that she just needs to be good and cleansed organically organically with a few herbs yes yes Mm -hmm. so so I'm excited about using that. I haven't used it yet, but I'm excited about using it. Hey, so. Well, we celebrate you. Exposed Podcast celebrates you, Laverne Badger, because you are a phenomenal woman. Thank you. So I hope you get going on writing your acceptance speech. I'm serious about it now. I know. So it came, so Natalie's little um, bundle of gifts came where I have to, because she gave me a statue. Let me I'm in my room, y'all. Oh, I put this in my room. Um, I can move around in my room because I'm cleaned up. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I was I'm organized now. And stuff. So she gave me this statue, y'all. And so it's supposed to, it symbolizes me taking a toast because she gave me some drinks and stuff. And I am supposed to practice my acceptance speech. I don't know where the acceptance speech is for, but it's gonna be a huge platform for Exposed the Podcast. And I just wanna thank everybody. <laughs> All the people who helped. First and nine of the world. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just, just caught on what you said. Yes. Let's first, we just wanna praise God. Mm-hmm. And, and and just mm-hmm. girl, I'm getting it together. I just I just want to thank everybody who helped little old exposed podcast mm-hmm. get to where we we are because we couldn't have done it alone. No, we we are not here alone on the stage. You are really here alone. So I'm practicing on that girl. So Amen. so yes, I absolutely I absolutely love it. So um I did. It was it, it couldn't have been more better if I was moving around. Um, so the birthday was was great, you know. You don't need much to celebrate um, who you are with your friends and your family, knowing that everybody is healthy, and um, um, and and that 
you're loved. That's the, the biggest thing is recognizing that you're, you're loved. And I recognized how much I was loved yesterday. So. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. You know, love, love, love. That's to me, that's the, like, that's the word of like that needs to be more of an action word. So when we see, like, when we hear love, like, what does that look like in action? Um, today's topic, we're talking about the opposite of love. We're talking about devastation. We're talking about darkness. We're talking about lost. a loss, love lost. And we're talking about, you know, the tragedies of five lives that was taken um, so quickly away from us yesterday uh, here in the city of Milwaukee due to domestic violence. Yeah. You know? So, um... It Mm. You know, if you, I'm sure you have to really be high enough under a rock not to have heard this, um, what's been going on here in the city is, I just don't, I don't understand what brings the person to that point. I will never understand that you, so here we had the breakout of yesterday, April 27th, um, the morning of April 27th, um, five individuals were killed on 12th and Locust. Mm -hmm. And allegedly they were killed by the mom and children um, from 14, I think from four, ages 14 to 19, and mom was 41. Mm -hmm. um, were killed at the hands of their father mm. now allegedly and you know all the details really aren't out yet and so it's it's a lot of speculation and so we don't want to go into too many details there are a few um confirmed details like the number of people and the names and things like that were confirmed but why if the person was convicted that just still hasn't been confirmed yet but we wanted to come on here and talk about the effects of that and i know when when i woke up yesterday morning i was thinking like oh it's my birthday you know i was excited it's my birthday and and you know i had to day off and so i don't have to rush and go sit at the computer blah 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 and then, you know, you start strolling through Facebook and there's this live out there. And um, actually, my cousin sent tagged me in the live saying that five were, and she don't even live here. She lives in Illinois. And so, and she was like, they saying that somebody killed a bunch of people and some kids in a house. And so I found myself stuck to that live and Facebook for a couple hours. and. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying to myself, it don't have to be domestic abuse. It could have been something else. It could have been a drug deal gone bad. It could have, you know, it could have been I a thought fight. the same thing. You know, I was like, well, let's not quickly jump to the DV assumption. Right. You know, and I right. was praying and hoping that it wouldn't be that. Right. And that's why I was like, okay, it could not be. And then you're listening to all these people and then everybody who's on this live is saying it's kids. And so then I'm like, oh, maybe it ain't drugs, you know? And then everything just started pointing to it being a domestic 
some domestic family violence situation. And that looks like what it what it was. Yeah, Again, we don't tragic. have all, but it just made me feel some type of way. You know, like everything that, um, oh, excuse these hands, girl, these nubs. <laughs> these, these are quarantine nubs. Um, you are so ever excused. Everybody get a pass. You hear me? Everybody get a pass. So, um, so it made me feel some type of way because um, all the stuff that we do, like even during this quarantine, we have been grinding, mm. you know, grinding on figuring out better ways that we can get the word out, better ways that we can educate, better ways that we can serve mm-hmm. and get ourselves out there, not just in Wisconsin, but now nationally. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've we been doing that. And then something like this comes on and it makes you feel like, ain't nothing helping. Mm-hmm. Like there is no, nothing. We not stopping the crazy. Like, why are we, why am I going to continue to sacrifice sleep, sweat, tears, money, mm-hmm. my mental health to continue to do this work? And people are still, families are still dying. Mm-hmm. And so that, that came over me for, you know, for a minute. You know, I I had my my moment. Then you put your big girl panties on and you like, okay, this ain't about you. Mm-hmm. This is a bigger purpose that God has put on your life. And it's okay to have that moment, mm-hmm. but I can't stay in that moment. Because although I may not know everybody who has touched who we've touched, but I like to think that there are people out there that we have touched and and we have and love and love what we do. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to make me continue to do what we do, but it still takes me back when a situation like this happens. It just, it, it's just why it's, it's why. So if he is the suspect, they, they got a suspect in custody, you know, a lot of people were saying, I hope he kill himself. Why didn't he just kill himself? I I'm glad almost, not glad in the sense that he should be saved, but glad in the sense to try to understand what was, why would you do something like this? And maybe his, him sharing and speaking and somebody possibly getting to him to like explain like what was going on could help another man or another situation not be that. So I do believe like, you know, like him, his life still has purpose. We might, you know, many of us may not place any value on that. And, um, you know, like he should, but that's not what we're, when we talk about love, even though this person has done the opposite of love, he still deserves love and compassion. I'm not there. I know. I'm not there. I'm not there. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely get, and I love that about you. And I know, um, that we all have our our uh, ways that we deal with stuff, and and I just I love that you you bring that that energy into the room and oh, the worst situations because that's who you are. But that that inner in me is mm-hmm. just like 
he don't he does he doesn't deserve that but i know the christian in me knows that he deserves the grace and mercy that the vengeance isn't ours that's right you know, the suffering that he may be enduring just knowing that you you have to live with knowing that you killed joe and your family we can't imagine you know that that I, I just I couldn't even imagine that. But in my mind right now, it's not about having compassion for him, but compassion for all those family members who lost those five loved ones. Mm-hmm. And then the a three year old who was was spared. So there was a oh, three year old. I challenge you to think. I challenge you to think that his family has lost too. His family is desperate. You know, like when I think of loss, you know, had he killed himself, yes, they would have lost him, but they're going to lose him to the system. They're going to lose the person that they maybe knew that he had some issues or maybe they're just, they're they're losing. Everybody. Yeah. So he still was somebody's son dad uncle brother mm-hmm. you know friend you know i get that i don't want to make heart. light of this this devastating situation but we have to we have to be light we have to be l-i-t-e light as people who serve in this field because i think um we can go there we can go there all day long right but what we do want to offer is in that light is a ray of hope and for families that are there they cannot see it we got to see it for them so that's what i choose to you know when people say how do you do this work how do we do this because god has given me a vision to see things totally differently than you know most people and i choose to you know try to extend my lens to someone else even though they may not be able to see it for themselves but you can you can see it on borrowed lenses uh, a borrowed perception because i didn't always have this focus i had to borrow somebody else's glasses to see the Mm. possibilities not trying to preach or nothing but i just feel the spirit and i'm just gonna go with sister but i mean i'm just saying you know um so like i i definitely have felt and i still do anytime that we are called and people message us we had a message waiting for us this morning from a great friend of ours who they're always concerned about our mental well-being how we're being affected and i thank god for that type of love and compassion and just care they really do check for us because they have to know that this work you got to be called you do because it's it weighs heavy it's not just on to the next Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it feels like that because you know we are so on to the next, but that emotion still rides high in our spirits. You know, like that's why I'm like sometimes like I, I can't watch this, I can't do this because I'm like I just don't want all that in my my spirit. You know, I just don't want that energy mm-hmm. in in me right now. 
you know, we haven't forgotten about the 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 other family not too long ago. Girl, a few the three kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. we haven't forgotten about them either. But you know, it just seems like I don't know. It just gets a little overwhelming. That's it is overwhelming. And but we definitely want to shout out to all those who are really stepping up in the community. Von Von Mays, um, Director of Office Violence Prevention, Reggie Moore. Salute to you, big bro. Like, you are doing the damn thing and you working with with our community, with our people, you fighting for us. And it's, and, and, and I hate to name those, those few because I know that there's so many more that have come together and, and to fight the fight. You know, 414 that are on the front lines um, trying to end violence all together, you know, all types of violence. But just may God continue to watch over and pray for them and give them the strength and the mental capacity to continue to do the work that they do as well. Like shout out to all the advocates that do yeah. this. Um, but we, we did, we just wanted to chime in and, and, sh- and show, you know, expose is not all about the good stories. We have to, to expose the bad tragic stuff in regards to, you know, which is what drives us to create this platform to begin with. You know, um, it's definitely we have to be a, a voice for the voiceless. You yeah. know, right now those five individuals, those five human lives, they cannot speak for themselves. Yeah. You know, so we have to be that. We have to speak beyond their existence. The family that was taken away. Um, a few months ago that I mean like we still have to carry that so all that all of these tragedies we carry it with us and we continue to speak I feel like that's the fuel that I get like I cannot you know allow the darkness to come in and overshadow what good there is how many people there are in this community that really do want to see change, how many people that I'm surrounded by that are actionable, you know, they, they take the action and they really manifest it into something that we can see as change. So they are the real and live change agents of this world, you know? So when I see a Reggie Moore, when I see a Von Mays, when I see a Homer Blow, a Karen Tyler, a Laverne Badger, a Lanice, you know, uh, McGee, uh, you know, all of these amazing phenomenal right. Serena, the, yeah, all these people who I mean, Dana, Samantha, I mean, and just any and everyone that we can think of that are just putting their feet to the, to the, to the road and just showing versus saying, you know, I can really get behind that. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of such a, um, a movement in that we are the, you have to be the change that you want to see. You can't wait for anyone else. We will not wait for anyone to give us the okay, the signal, you can do it. No, we will do that. Right. Right. So we have to speak. We have to speak for these these lives that are no longer here. Yeah. 
<sighs> so All right, y'all. Well, we um on that note, we're just gonna have a, a few a second of uh, silence just silence, for those yeah. this family, that entire family on both sides. You know, um, like you said, the 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 suspect and the victims have families on both sides. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody loved them, you know, and cared for them. And so we're just going to take that moment for a second. Silence, yes. That's you too, Kat. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I'm Natalie Hayden. And I'm Laverne Badger. You guys make sure you um, continue to catch up on our podcast and and do something that they've been asking us to do. Check on people, call, call, give people a call and just, you know, check on your family members, check on them kids. Guess what? Them kids need help. I mean, I'm not telling y'all to do nothing illegal, but if you can go snatch a kid and give them a, a, a thermometer test before they come into your house, you'll save somebody's life. I'm telling you, the kids. We think parents need saving. These kids need saving from from y'all parents because y'all are getting on their good nerve. You know what I'm saying? Yes. (laughs) Y'all talking about they getting on y'all nerve. Y'all getting on they good nerve too. That is true. Look out for it. All right. My old Easter basket. All that stuff is on sale. But um, we're signing off, guys. We love you. All right. Love you. All right, Expose the Podcast is signing off. Peace out. Bye. Bye.